0: tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. So there's a couple of things that I love about yoga and what it does for the body, and that is it creates balance, flexibility, and strength. And balancing is one of the most amazing things about yoga because you can really see how you can start to focus inward and you can really create stability within the body. You can really ground from root to crown. And this particular posture that I'm going to discuss in this episode is not only one of the most popular balancing postures, it's one of the most fun balancing postures, and it's completely exciting from children all the way to adults, and it has the ability to allow you to progress within the posture and make it more of a balance challenge whenever you see fit for your body. And that is, drum roll please, tree pose. And the Sanskrit for this is Rikshashana. I am no one's perfectionist when it comes to Sanskrit. I am still trying to dial in English. So if I am not pronouncing that correctly, please have some compassion for me. But I definitely think it's rikshan, Rikshashana. <laughs> and variksha, I believe, is tree. And asana, of course, is pose. So hopefully I did it some just just, justice. Ah, see, now I can't pronounce English. All right, let's talk about tree pose. So obviously having a good sense of balance is huge and that's something that we all want. We all want in our 80s and our 90s to balance on one foot at a time, right? And tree pose is definitely a cool way to do that. Just like any other balancing posture, You are completely trying to create this focus and this, almost like this meditation within self. It is completely a calming attribute. It allows you to really, I think, just have this present awareness and you are literally able to basically live in the moment. And, I mean, right now, if you just balance on one foot, all other things will leave your your mind. It's really cool. And if you're anything like me and you're still trying to master the art of meditation without, A, falling asleep or your brain wandering off to some other faraway land, I've learned that balancing while meditating, for me, has been a good way to get me through some of the tougher meditative states that I've tried to get through. So um, maybe uh, that might work for you as well. I don't know if that's a thing, but it definitely is for me. So... The word asana can also be translated to seat, so many of the original ancient yoga poses were seated postures. And as the practice developed, standing poses were introduced, but the seated meditative aspect still remained. Tree pose, with its calming and meditative benefits, is like a standing variation of a seated meditative posture Ah, i just said that i love it and i didn't even i'm actually borrowing this description from yoga outlet which i love and i didn't read it before um making my little intro so cool um, so, keeping calm and focused while balancing on one foot will teach you to sway gently like a tree in the wind, steady and sure no matter what the outside circumstances may be. I have to say, when I am leading a yoga practice, or heck, even when I'm in the middle of a yoga practice in a class, one of the coolest things, if there's mirrors or if I'm looking at the students, is everyone's growing their cheese their hands are in the air. And, you know, someone's losing their balance and they're swaying a little bit aggressively from side to side. I love making, like, a joke that it's basically like the wind is blowing through the trees. It's it's a cool look. I always say I want to get it on video because it's, it's just super fun. But anyway, um, some of the benefits of tree pose is that it stretches the thighs, the groin, the torso and shoulders, it builds strength in the ankles and calves, and tones the abdominal muscles. This pose also helps to remedy flat feet and is therapeutic for sciatica. Most notably though, tree pose improves your sense of balance and coordination. Regular practice will improve your focus and your ability to concentrate in all areas of your life particularly during those times when you might normally feel, quote-unquote, off-balance. This pose has a positive impact on the grace and ease with which you approach all circumstances, even outside of your yoga class. It teaches the benefits of a meditative state of mind and is a gentle reminder that you can bring calm focus and clear-headedness to all situations, not just when you are practicing a seated meditation. I love that. I love that that so instinctively resonated with my personal practice. Because I have to be honest with you, I've never heard of using tree pose or a balancing pose as a meditative practice. I just took that upon myself because I have a very busy mind. So it's really cool to um, know that the universe right now is conspiring to help me make this episode. <laughs> Here are some cautions. Due to the balancing nature of the posture, do not practice tree pose if you are currently experiencing headaches, insomnia, low blood pressure, or if you are lightheaded and or dizzy. Those with high blood pressure should not raise their arms overhead in the pose. Always work within your own range of limits and abilities. If you have any medical concerns, talk with your doctor before practicing yoga. I recently did an episode on high blood pressure and yoga and there was a lot of really I believe valuable information in that episode that I had studied and researched and wanted to share. And I really love the idea that these pose breakdowns and some of the other episodes that I'm bringing onto this podcast and really just my mission for this podcast is to remind you to learn as much as you can and really create your own personal practice rather in studio or literally in the you know in the comfort of your own home if you think about what we just discussed in this last um, cautionary for tree pose you will probably in most yoga studio classes not hear the yoga teacher cue those who have high blood pressure to not raise their hands overhead. Or to cue those who possibly have low blood, pre- low blood pressure to not take the posture. Or those to have, who have insomnia to not take the posture. And that is the thing about yoga that I think we do not give it enough credit for is that it is having a very intentional effect on the body. And just like many other disciplines, it is underestimated and really, I believe, doesn't have the backing and the education behind it that it should. And it's podcasts like the one that I'm hoping that I'm adding value to your life as the practitioner that will allow you to maybe dig deeper into these school of thoughts and especially for yoga teachers to really realize that the therapeutic side of yoga can be counterproductive if not practiced correctly as well. So, you know, I talk about this in lots of other episodes, and I am definitely a proponent for studio classes and group classes, but there's always going to be information that gets lost. So hopefully um, we can start to bridge that gap. So I digress. Um, Definitely make sure you you know, as I say in every episode that we talk about breaking down postures that you, you know, practice within your own range of limits and you seek medical advisement, if I didn't already say that. So if you want to go ahead and practice this now, begin, in, begin standing in mountain pose or tadasana. We also broke down that posture on another episode and that is my favorite posture of all the postures. Bring your arms to your sides, Distribute your weight evenly across both feet, grounding down equally through your inner ankles, outer, ankle, outer ankles, big toes, and baby toes. Shift your weight to your left foot, bend your right knee, then reach down and clasp your right inner ankle. Use your hand to draw your right foot alongside your inner left thigh. Do not, rest on your, do not rest your foot against your knee, only above or below it. Adjust your position so the center of your pelvis is directly over your left foot. Then adjust your hips so your right hip and left hip are aligned. Rest your hands on your hips and lengthen your tailbone toward the floor. Then press your palms together in prayer position at your chest with your thumbs resting on your sternum. Fix your gaze gently on one unmoving point in front of you. Draw down through your left foot. Press your right foot into your left thigh while pressing your thigh equally against your foot. Inhale as you extend your arms overhead, reaching your fingertips to the sky. Rotate your palms inward to face each other. If your shoulders are more flexible, you can press your palms together in prayer position overhead. Hold for up to one minute. To release the pulse. step back into Mountain Pose. Repeat for the same amount of time on the opposite side. Now for some modifications and variations. Practicing tree pose can be a great way to gain balance, grace, and poise for beginners and advanced students. Try these simple changes to adapt to the pose and using whatever your current abilities may be. If you are unable to bring your foot to your thigh, rest your foot alongside your calf muscle or the ankle of your standing leg instead. Rest the toes of your raised foot on the floor if you need extra assistance balancing. If you are very unsteady, try practicing the pose with your back against the wall for extra support. Alternatively, you can place a chair next to the standing leg side of your body and rest your hand on the back of the chair for extra support. For a greater challenge when your arms are overhead, close your eyes. Practice balancing without using the outside world for reference. You can also take your hands into any variation, so you can have, as we mentioned them in prayer overhead, you can keep them at prayer at your heart center. You can keep them on your hips as well. You can also grow them out side by side um, towards the top, towards the sky, I should say. Or you can bring them out into cactus arms, so bending your elbows, or you can have one cactus, one arm out. You can also take a mudra, mudra, and we'll talk about that um, in greater detail in different episodes. But a mudra could be bringing um, a fingertip point to another fingertip point. And they all have different meanings um, that may be beneficial to the mind or to the body, as well as possibly even the spirit. And um, as it mentioned, you can bring your foot to different variations. You can also bring your foot all the way up into half lotus. So that's called half lotus tree pose. And so it kind of changes the variation of the pose, okay? In order to fully gain the meditative benefits of tree pose, it's important to stay grounded and calm in the pose while still maintaining alignment, which is true of all postures, by the way. Here are a couple tips to help you stand as tall as a tree. Take your time. As with any balancing pose, it's often easier to come into the pose slowly and with awareness. If you enter the pose quickly, you're more likely to lose your balance, which makes it more difficult to regain your balance once it has been lost. However, with that said, if you do lose your balance, just find yourself back. Mountain pose provides the structural foundation for tree pose, as it does for all standing postures. Verily review the instructions for mountain pose before practicing tree pose, so definitely reference the mountain pose, pose by pose breakdown, or, you know, step by step breakdown of the posture. Work the pose from the ground up, so from root to crown. Balance your weight entirely across your standing foot, across the inner and outer ankles, big toe and baby toe. So all the points of the foot, maybe even lift your toes and drop them back down one by one. Really ground yourself here. I like to even start to visualize and have my students, including myself, um, imagine that roots are sort of taking place underground and growing up through the bottoms of our feet through our legs, through our spine, to the crown of our head, and really creating that length. And with every inhalation and exhalation, you're growing a more strengthening spine and stronger and taller. So visualization in tree pose is actually really beautiful and a part of that meditative process as well. Bring your awareness to your shin, calf, and thigh of your standing leg. Find alignment in your hips tailbone, pelvis, and belly. So I always tell my students when their hands are pressed together, so when they're in prayer center, you can feel the palms pressing, really intentionally pressed together, so really utilizing the collarbones and the shoulders here. And notice that when you press the palms together, your core really completely um, strengthens. So belly button to spine really strengthens here. And you're really going to need that to create that balance and that posture. You're going to hold that together in the balancing postures, okay? um And I mentioned the collarbones, so you're going to also find that alignment with your collarbones, your shoulder blades, your arms and your neck. Extend the pose through the crown of your head, and when you are ready, you can then raise your arms overhead. So there's a lot of point-to-point setup, and then you make it all the way to the top. Never rest the foot of your raised leg directly on your knee or at the side of your knee joint. So it's just completely dangerous. You do not want to rest anything on your knees. To help with balancing, bring your awareness to the center line of your body, the vertical line that runs directly through the center of your head, neck, and torso. Allow, an, or actually, allow your ability to, I think, create like what we call that focal point, that drifty point, to really take over your awareness. So find that point, stick to it, and be there. Although regular practice of tree pose will definitely tone the abdominal muscles, um, weaker abdominal muscles can make it difficult to balance. So you can add extra core strengthening work into your practice to help with balancing and with the rest of your standing poses. And, you know, in most yoga practices, those can be like planks or boat pose, things of that nature. I always talk about, and you don't hear this super often, but hip openers do help with balancing poses as well as um, really stretching the neck and keeping your neck um, from being basically strained and tight, which it is from driving, texting, stress, all of that, because everything that happens in the neck translates down to the shoulders, to the spine, and to the hips, and vice versa, and that all affects your balance. So, being able to find that mutual grounding in the legs is difficult when your hips are out of line, out of alignment. So, keeping that in mind, and root down to rise up. By regularly practicing balancing poses, you gain concentration, focus, poise, coordination, and a steady and balanced mind. Tree pose connects you to the earth as you root down through your standing but as you balance in the pose, feel the slight and gentle sway of your body. Just like a tree in the breeze, you'll grow in confidence, standing tall as you face life's challenges with grace and ease. I really love that this description of tree pose gives you permission to sway, to have a little wind going through your branches and your leaves because a lot of times we are looking for complete stillness and I think it's Awesome to allow us to not be perfect as you should never feel that way in yoga but it's just really neat you're supposed to sway a little just like a tree would so thank you for listening i hope you found some value and some new insight in. let's see if i can pronounce it rickshashana tree pose namaste I am so honored that you're listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher.